Hi there, I'm Lucia Bodeman. And I'm Nacha Vieira. Welcome to our podcast from both ends, where we discuss life issues and share interesting stories. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. It's Nadja here. I hope you're doing fine. And how are you today, Lucia? Hey, good morning, good afternoon, and of course, good evening uh, or good night. I don't know. We're going to be focusing on the nighttime on this one. And so it's going to be quite interesting. We're going to be focusing on Halloweens and ghouls and spooks and witches. They should be really fun. It's great to have you all with us. So tell us, Lucia. Your favorite Halloween moments, what are they? I think I went trick-or-treating back in the day when I lived in the U.S., but I just enjoyed the whole scheme, you know, the the toilet paper in the trees, the the spooking, the, the, you know, the schools would decorate the classrooms and, you know, the whole school environment. And it was a whole atmosphere. It was wonderful. I loved it. I loved going to school and knowing that, you know, that everything would be decorated uh, for, you know, for Halloween. And I remember that we would dress up, you know, the kids as children or preteens, we would dress up and it was always fun. You would see princesses mixed together with skeletons and superheroes and all kinds of, you know, cartoon characters. It was just a lot of fun. The trick-or-treating was great, too. I didn't do much trick-or-treating because it was already sort of dangerous at the time. We had heard stories about, you know, people doing, you know, putting nasty stuff in the in the treats. And so my parents were always very careful about that. But I guess answering your question, the best uh, favorite moments that I had were in school because of the decoration and the fun. And yeah, it was it was great. How about you? Oh, it's the same, same thing. I would just add also something that I really looked forward to were um, Charlie Brown and Snoopy, you know, Halloween specials on TV because they were just... Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's right. Still today, you know, that Halloween, uh, Snoopy's Halloween special is still big. It's still popular. And how about the traditions? Do you know where it all started? Do you know how Halloween became what it is today? Yeah, and I will give credits to some of these things to a person called Annie. She's a YouTuber. Her YouTube um, channel is Mirth and Reverence. I learned a lot with her and I have been blending my own thoughts together with her thoughts. So here is a blend of um, both of our thoughts in what I'm going to say. And also I have researched on some other stuff and this is what I learned from it and if you could add it it would be great too Um, in fact halloween has its roots on paganism and then Mm -hmm. at a certain point it kind of separates in history we're talking history line in one part it goes to the halloween as we know the fun the parties the commercializing of it you know the hollywood movies all that stuff and the other part continues being those roots, those pagan roots, which are um, religious festivals. Oh, okay. See? Okay. All uh-huh. right. So we're going to so talk it started a off as that. a pagan religious yes. Uh, yes, festival. festival. So we're going to talk wow. about that root a little bit, and then we're going to divide to what it is today and what continues being the pagan festival, right? Okay. The pagan festival is actually called Samhain. Mm-hmm. Samhain mm-hmm. is also known as the Witch's New Year. 
the witches, they have a kind of a calendar when, and some pagans too, that is called the Wheel of the Year. It is a kind of um, a calendar of festivals and celebrations. Okay. It's based on the seasons because, you know, everything in paganism is earth-based. So the seasons, the changing of the seasons, they're very, very important to this religion. Oh, that's beautiful. way of life. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So the wheel, it focuses a lot on um, equinoxes and solstices and, you know, summer, winter, autumn, spring. And it also focuses on something which is half of the wheel being bright and half dark. Because it is according to the season of the year, too. You see, here in the Northern Hemisphere, we have the bright part of the year, which are spring and summer, where you have mm-hmm. light for a lot, of the, a lot of the day. You saw this during the day, Lucia, that it was almost 10 o'clock and we still had the sun, right? Yeah, yeah that's evening. true. Isn't it true? Yeah. But yeah. so that is the bright side of that wheel. But when it comes right. to the dark side, which it is autumn and winter, the light becomes a lot less. We can start um, seeing sunsets beginning way before five o'clock, like 4.30, the wow. sun starts setting. Yeah, that's So it's a lot early, yeah. darker. So you see, it's everything based on Earth and Sun and Moon and the seasons. You know, the hemispheres. Earth, yeah. 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 So then what happened is Samhain is the first festival of the darkest half of that wheel. Yeah. It is celebrating the end of the harvest seasons and beginning of the darkest time of the year. Yeah, could you spell out Sawin? Sawin. Yes. Um, okay, you pronounce it Sawin, but you spell S A M H A I N. Samhain. You spell you uh, spell it S A M H A I N. Uh-huh. You pronounce it Sawin. Oh, okay, so you have some silent consonants in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about it is, it coincides with autumn, and autumn. It is all about letting go, right? It is when the leaves fall down and so on. Once the leaves are falling off the trees, what you have yeah. it is the bare bones of the trees and the bushes. Right. You see? Right. You see the right. direction there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's something like you cannot hide anymore. Everything is exposed. It's when you see mm-hmm. the owls and the animals, mm-hmm. you know, you see the owls, the bats, you see everything. Nature doesn't um, hide things anymore. That's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It is the exposure of what yeah. have been hidden by the leaves. And there is even a saying, the more you know who you are, the more you know what is not part of you, what you need to shed away, you know, like mm-hmm. the leaves shedding away. Mm-hmm. So, well, in spring and summer, everything is like a bundle because you have all the leaves and the flowers, you know, everything yeah. is interwined, overlap, growing in bundles and hiding, you know, the, the owls mm-hmm. and everything. In mm-hmm. autumn, everything comes undressed. To a hall, yeah. Yeah, everything comes undressed because all that is shed away. It is like when you shed your clothes before you go into the shower, to mm-hmm. cleanse yourself. So this mm-hmm. is like the earth cleansing itself. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. So, so the same way we cleanse ourselves in the shower. Yeah. It's a, it's a very same way how nature cleanses yes. uh, all the extras and everything that is unnecessary on, yes. on the planet. Yes. So it's all about cleansing. It's all about, you know, yeah. throwing away yeah, which doesn't doesn't fit you or your life or anything anymore. Yeah. Dark is also a theme, a Halloween theme, right? Everything's dark. Yes, and that's right. Scary. That's right. But it is not mm-hmm. only the light that you discover stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is born in the dark. If you think of it, the unborn child is in the mother's womb. The womb mm-hmm. is dark. Earth is dark where the seed is. And where the seed is going to be watered, so it can come to the light. It is in the darkness where we sleep. It is in darkness where we can see the stars. Because you can't see the stars during the day. Only when it's dark. What about all the lessons, the valuable lessons that you learn in your quote, quote, darkest moments of your life? See? Mm -hmm. So there is value in darkness too. Samhain also honors your ancestors. It's a big thing in Samhain to honor your ancestors. The power of honoring your ancestor is in the memory, actually. Who that person was to you. The tombstone reminds us of the privilege of life because it shows that that person lived a story in this earth. So the tombstone honors that story of that person at a certain time, this wow, planet. that's beautiful. It is. So when we are honoring our ancestors, they're honoring his or her story. So some people will make a, a shrine, an altar with um, their possessions, for example, a watch, something like that. Because at this time of the year, Pagans believe that the veil between the two worlds, the living world and the dead world, is really thin. So it's like spirits can't come visit. So here we're going to the ghost (laughs) aspects of it. Spirits come visit. And when you make a shrine for your ancestors, then you you place, you know, their little objects and stuff. They're going to re-see that. And one very interesting thing, too, is that they light a candle, they used to light a candle on mm-hmm. the window of the house to guide the spirit, the familiar spirit, the deceased ancestor to mm-hmm. come visit. Oh. But the thing is, yeah, but the thing is, this could also attract any other spirits, right? So then yes. what they did, distract or shoo away those unwanted mm-hmm. spirits, they used to carve faces on turnips, and put yeah. it, and put it, you know, around the house and several places. Yeah, to I saw. Yeah. I saw where you were going with that, you know, which yeah. is now considered a pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin is not native to Europe. Mm-hmm. At that time, we didn't have pumpkins here, so we had turnips. When the immigrants, Irish and uh, Scott, they went to um, USA. Pumpkin was native to the south of USA, to some areas of USA. Yeah, I see. Okay. And then they used that. It was plentiful. It was bigger. <laughs> you know, they used that. That's how the tradition was born. Yes. So then people also, they used to set a, a place at the table for those spirits, you know, the family spirits to come and dine with them. So it was all a form of honoring that spirit, but it's also a way of remembering the person. Also in England, 
were people who went begging, you know, home to home in exchange for prayers at this time of the year. They would, um, people would give them pastries and they were actually called um, soul cakes. They would give them pastries in exchange for them to pray for the deceased of that home. You see, and that actually is called souling. It's interesting, right? Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Eventually, children also got into it. And when the migrants once again went to mm -hmm. USA, mm -hmm. they started on with all the candies and stuff. And it turned out to be the trick or treat that we know today. It was first registered in the 1950s in the Peanuts and Disney's cartoon. It's the very first register, you know, about this uh, trick or treat. Oh, wow. that so Charlie knows. Brown, Charlie Brown and Snoopy were the the registered, the, the registered. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So probably it was an oral thing. I don't know, but uh, nobody mm -hmm. knows where it started, right? Mm -hmm. Because what we yeah, have it's... in England is not called trick or treat. It was called souling, you know, and it was in exchange mm -hmm. for prayers for the dead. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people mysteries. would exchange. So let's see. I would. I would. Let's supposedly it were today. I would go to someone's house and I would take pastries or something and give them pastries. You know, some, no. some, somebody, somebody would come to your house mm -hmm. and you would give them, them pastries in exchange oh, see, for right. them to pray for your deceased um, family member. I see. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So interesting, isn't it? So Solomon was um, celebrated this time of the year, 31st. To mm -hmm. 1st of November, way before Christianity was um, spread in Europe. But um, the Catholic Church used to celebrate Martyrs' Day. Martyrs' Day, yeah. On May 13th. And this was established by Pope Boniface IV, May 13th. This was Martyrs' Day. In the 700s, Pope Gregory third broadened that festival to include all saints along with the martyrs mm -hmm. then he changed changed the celebration date from may 13th to november 1st mm -hmm. all right so in medieval england this festival was known as all hallows day okay the day of all saints november 1st november 1st yeah. was known as all hallows day yeah. Right? Which means honor as holy, right? And I the see. evening, and the evening of All Hallows Day was also celebrated by what I, this is my opinion, okay? What I think mm -hmm. were the pagans and the ones who were secretly pagans but couldn't really come out because, you know, it was a tough time for people to say they were yeah, not persecution. The persecution. Yeah. So yeah. it was a way of them to keep their traditions and kind of continue doing what they did in their tradi their pagan traditions, but in a way that the church would accept and they would not be persecuted. So then they mm -hmm. called the Eve of All Hallows Day, called All Hallows Evening or mm -hmm. All Hallows Eve. In yeah. that you time, the name became mm -hmm. Halloween. Do you know how that um, compares to Dia de Finados, All Saints Day, which is the 2nd of November here in Brazil? No. <laughs> no? 
Yeah, because there's got to be something to do with that. I mean, that's, you know, that's basically like the end of October, beginning of November is where all of this, you know, takes place, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, you know, which which makes full sense, you know, because of the the change in nature, the change of the, of, you know, the leaves, the change of, um, you know, honoring the, those who have come before us. So it's like uh, letting go of the bad and preparing for the new and yeah, it all, it all makes sense. But then I was just wondering about Brazil. I don't know much about the holiday here. Yeah. But the thing is in time, as time went on, you know, and the migrants went to USA um, and it became really commercialized and you have all of the films and books and parties yeah. and, and things, all of that. And yeah. as, as um, Christianity was solidifying, you know, and again, is either dying a little or being thrown to the basement because a lot continue like in the basement, right? There were the occult, yeah. Yeah. The occult uh, <laughs> religions. So it opened up as Halloween as we know it, you know, as when we yeah, were just kids, entertainment. the school things, entertainment. Yeah, all just fun meanings, and entertainment. Yeah, but yeah. all those meanings, all the profound religious things, the, the communion with the earth and the ancestors, uh-huh. you know, and everything uh-huh. is yeah. not there. Whatsoever. Nobody mentions that. Nobody no. talks about that. Yeah, yeah. And do you think this is seen as something like forbidden, you know, uh, by the church? As far as I read, Catholic churches in the middle middle ages they were built a lot on ancient pagans religious sites a lot of things like this like the Samhain was adapt or adjust or you know sync synchronized or whatever i do not know if intentionally the church you know to mm-hmm. make it a an easier way for the pagans to adapt or mm-hmm. if it was resistance particular from the person you know, that had yeah. to be a Catholic, but right. still did not want to let go of his on her own religious belief. So yeah, yeah. Then things get lost, you know, a lot of the meanings and stuff get lost in the process, you know, or mm-hmm. it's known to very little. Now, I think that is why so many secret societies existed throughout history, yeah. you know, because yeah. had to be secret, you know. Yeah, and I was just thinking maybe... Um, where you mentioned were the turnips, you know, people would carve turnips back in the day, um, maybe pumpkins, because maybe in some other area, pumpkins were, um, you know, were available more easily, you know, and maybe they, that's, you know, what was, you know, the, maybe the harvest had something to do with that. There was a greater harvest of pumpkins. In I don't know. I'm just. Pumpkins only arrived in Europe in the 1500s. Yeah, no, I'm mentioning the U.S. I mentioned the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was easier because you know the size of a turnip to the size of a pumpkin is a lot easier, (laughs) and I would say a lot cooler too, right? You can make a. I've never seen a carved turnip. Have you? No, never. I've seen many carved pumpkins. I mean, people are already carving pumpkins and decorating their homes, etc. But turnip? How are you going to carve a? It's also the legend of the name Jack yeah, O'Lantern. Yeah. It comes from the Irish, actually. And it uh-huh. says that he was a blacksmith and he made some. That oh, Jack was a, a blacksmith. And it seems that he tricked the devil. But that I do not know very well. I know there is a story about it, but I do not know very well how the story yeah. is. It's Irish, Irish tradition. 
Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. I mean, this other side, this, this, you know, um, besides the commercialized way of doing things and the entertainment and the fun and, you know, what we know as contemporary traditions. But it would be so interesting. I think kids would get, you know, maybe not small children, they wouldn't be ready for it, but maybe teens would love to have this kind of lesson where they would understand the tradition more and maybe enjoy it much more instead of just, okay, we have to get dressed and, you know, just dress up and, and put a lot of orange and black, I guess, orange because of the color of the pumpkins and black because of the night of the darkness. I don't know. I don't know if you have something to add about that. No. But basically, that's what it is. People getting dressed up, people mm-hmm. getting, you know, candy. Um, I don't know, sometimes <laughs> fruit. And, and that's it. Dressing up, going to the next house and toilet papering the house. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, as far as I can tell, pagans love the Halloween party, dressing up and having a party. I mean, parties with the pagan, right? They love parties. Party. <laughs> they love parties. Yes. Oh, everybody loves so, parties, everybody of loves course. So, so then uh, there, there's no problem in the in that sense, you know, the commercial yeah. the parties. Yeah. Are, there's no problem with them. I mean, they only understand yeah. also this other part. You know, yeah, there's more the to answers, it. So there's yeah, more there's to it. more to yeah. it. Than, yeah, than than just you know, symbolism, fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. symbolism. They yeah. understand more, which is nice. Yeah, and and I don't know. It's a funny thing about Brazil. I was just thinking because here in Brazil we don't have any of that. Okay, of course mm-hmm. it's springtime in Brazil, but you know, and it wouldn't it wouldn't make any sense to have something like that happening. You know, in in hot weather when. When, when, you know, the flowers are in bloom and everything is the opposite. But even in our autumn period, you know, even when we have fall in Brazil, uh, I know it doesn't work the same way because we're on a different hemisphere and, you know, the, the, you know, the position of the earth is different. Everything is different. But it would be so much fun. It would be so much fun. I, that's one of the holidays I miss the most, you know. Yeah, I love it. One of the yeah. traditions I miss the most. Because here in Brazil, some language schools celebrate Halloween and they, you know, they, they decorate the doors and they have like a contest to see who has the, the best decorated door. They give prizes and such, but not every school. This is very, very rare. Only maybe international schools, um, you know, people with bilingual programs and such. But I miss it. I, I, I'm looking forward to traveling again once this pandemic allows us to and go somewhere in the northern hemisphere, whether it be in the U.S. or in Europe, uh, to enjoy that. I miss that, you know, more than uh, I, I would say more than Christmas. I enjoy it more than Christmas. Believe it, it or not. Halloween, I mean, yeah. yeah. Halloween and Thanksgiving way more than Christmas. Thanksgiving is another favorite. So both of these happen, you know, at this time of the year in the Northern Hemisphere, right? Yeah. So the, the switching of colors, you know, and, and what you mentioned about nature and, and this, you know, this rebirth, you know, which will come eventually, the shedding of all the, you know, of letting go of all of that and honoring uh, the past lives. And wow, I just love all of that. You know, yeah. I really wish that yeah. were that happened in Brazil, but unfortunately. Yeah, you get to see Halloween in a, in another way when you know all these meanings and stuff, you know. You get, yeah, you get yeah. to see the how more profound it is. It's, it's really interesting. Is there trick-or-treating where you are? Do people trick-or-treat in no, your, your area? No. Well, I feel decorate some and, 
some, some yeah, Schwanz did, you know, they made trick or treating, they did, they did a little bit of decorating, but it's nothing like USA. Nothing yeah. like it, you know. It's, it's very, just very pretty, commercial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. USA is amazing for that. I do have a question for you. Do you watch scary movies during October? At least that to get close to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch scary movies at all. They're too scary. <laughs> they are. And you know, and it's like what you were saying about honoring the deceased. You know, to me, the deceased is something you honor, not something you're afraid of. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense in my mind to be scared of someone who has lived and and had a story you know I it's fun of course I enjoy it you know playing around with skeletons and dressing up as ghosts but watching movies uh it just it doesn't match my own philosophy of of Mm -hmm. death Mm -hmm. and I remember watching a couple you know (laughs) weirdly enough this was a guy I think it was an ex-boyfriend of mine I guess he wanted to impress me let's go to a movie you know when you date someone they take you to the movie to dinner and all that they took me to see he took me to see the exorcist (laughs) very romantic (laughs) that was everything but romantic that was that that left a horrible impression Um, and I was, you know, maybe the intention was, okay, let's cuddle up and let's, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe protect me or something. Yeah. But it didn't work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> I have a terrible memory. <laughs> and the exorcist, you know, worst of all, with her head spinning and everything, yeah. Linda Blair, lots of, you know, lots of gross stuff. And I said, uh-uh, this is, this is not how I see the, de- the deceased. You know, mm-hmm. this is not how I like to see spirits. Spirits to me are not scary and something I want to run away from because I see them in a different light. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not literally in a different light, of course, but yeah. So I don't. Answering your yeah. questions, I don't usually watch scary uh, movies. Yeah. Maybe Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't believe that, for example, pagans today or from before, they only thought of the spirits as some, you know, familiar spirit. Because you do have the jack-o'-lantern, right? That's you, true. They yeah. did come. So they did believe that there were some there that uh, yeah. wasn't very familiar, nice or whatever. And I can imagine that it could be scary sometimes. And I mean, if it is true that it did dress up, you know, in, in fur, skins, whatever, you know, to dodge mm-hmm. the spirits, I can imagine, mm-hmm. for example... If it was Juan doing that, he would love to scare me, you know. And I think the scary the <laughs> person with that, whoa, that was you know, yeah, scary. This yeah. thing, I, I'm pretty sure it was. It must have been fun. Yeah, too. it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And, sure, and, sure. I mean, I don't knock it just because I don't do it. I'm yeah, sure it's exactly. fun and all. Maybe so, you know, if somebody invited me to something like that, I would do it. Yeah. You know. And I just had a thought. Now, how about seance? What if someone had a seance? Or, you know, a seance is kind of like a reading, like, you know, let's everybody get together and hold hands and call spirits, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing that I don't know. I, okay, being who I am, I'm part, okay, I'm 50% frightened to death and the other 50% is is pure curiosity. So Mm -hmm. I would probably go, I would probably, you know, cover half one of my eyes, but I would still do it. How about you? Do you watch scary movies? It's not my favorite genre of movies, uh-huh. but I do watch it, you know, for Halloween time. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. One thing that I was telling you is this, before in the 70s, especially in the 70s, early 80s, 
uh, movies and series and stuff, they brought the Catholic Church in such a beautiful light. We had the story of Jesus that we were talking about. We had Moses. It was a beautiful Hollywood story. We had this one that I told you about, about St. Francis. Yeah, Ben-Hur. Remember Ben-Hur? Yeah, it was everything yeah. so nice. They, they focus on the positive things of the Catholic Church. But nowadays, yeah. nowadays, as far as I can see, um, especially net on Netflix, it's like mm. Catholic Church are the bad guys, you know, and that bothers me a little bit. Even though I know mm. I'm very critical of the Catholic Church sometimes, you know, but I don't think that is fair to the church. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't think that is because the church has a lot of good and does a lot of good to a lot of people, and it is very oh, soothing sure. for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. It has beautiful saints, it's... like we were talking about Saint Francis, with beautiful stories. Yeah. You know, yeah. now somehow, and it serves as solace to so many yes, people. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And now yeah. they're demonizing, you know, everything bad, everything weird, yeah. everything strange, that's everything. It's the Catholic Church. You see what I mean? So that yeah. is one thing yeah. that kind of bothered me. And here in October, we also have, on the 12th of October, we have um, Nossa Senhora da Conceição, right? Our Lady of Conception in Recife, which is, again, back to Catholicism. And she's one of the, she's a patron saint here of our city. So we see a lot of that because Brazil is a very Catholic, you know, it's, it's uh, in terms of percentages, the Catholicism here is, is greater, you know, Halloween here, you wouldn't know it exists. Okay. A lot of people, a lot of Brazilians have no idea what it is. So it's kind of sad, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have some of that here, but yeah. but no, no. I think the best place for to celebrate Halloween must be USA because here's also no not big, so it must be USA. Yeah, yeah. Like USA. I would I would love yeah. to. I mean, it's Halloween, like mm-hmm. I said, Halloween and uh, Thanksgiving. Those to me mm-hmm. are are like I miss them terribly. Miss them uh, terribly. Yeah, yeah. So Christmas is great, of course. You know, there's the whole meaning of yes. Christmas. I'm not, you know, that's which is something that I also respect and admire and and you know and celebrate. But um, but Thanksgiving and Halloween, it's just a whole different vibe. You know, it's just so much fun. I miss it. So that was a guy for today, and stay tuned for the next one because we are going to talk about spirits and Oija boards. It's going to get creepy! Yay, Halloween time! See you guys. <laughs> bye, Lou. Till next time. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. See you then. Bye.